By the end of the summer of 1862, the Union Army had suffered yet another defeat at Bull Run. Even though the battle at Antietam was a stalemate, President Lincoln was terribly dissatisfied with the performance of George McClellan. He replaced him with Ambrose Burnside, who immediately took his troops and turned south. We're in Fredericksburg, Virginia, where the Army of Burnside met the Army of Robert E. Lee. We're on the banks of the Rappahannock on the north side. From this spot, Burnside was tasked with getting his troops across the river to fight in Fredericksburg and then ultimately to attack Lee's forces on the south side of the town with the intention of going beyond Fredericksburg to Richmond. We're here in the Civil War rooms of the National Portrait Gallery. The Battle of Fredericksburg was a battle of very large numbers. Over 100,000 men were immediately available to Burnside, and he had the luxury of having tens of thousands in reserve. Robert E. Lee entered the fray with around 70,000 men. While Burnside set his mind to crush right through Fredericksburg, Lee set his own mind to stop him. After all, if the Northern Army were to defeat Lee at Fredericksburg, very little would stand in the way of moving on to Richmond, which would have made a dandy present for Burnside to give to President Lincoln at Christmas, 1862. Robert E. Lee, however, had other plans and a great tactical advantage. On December 13, 1862, from this spot, Marie's Heights on the south side of Fredericksburg, Robert E. Lee's artillery blazed away at Ambrose Burnside's army. This same army of Burnside's had spent a day trying to get across the river and also another day fighting inside Fredericksburg. Lee also had troops along the sunken road beneath here. General Edward Porter Alexander noted of this position, not a chicken could live in that field once we open up on it. Any dreams that Burnside had of storming south from Washington and sweeping the field all the way to Richmond were dashed in the beginning, the moment he began wasting time waiting on his pontoons to arrive. Had Burnside been able to take advantage of speed and surprise, his overwhelming numbers would likely have given him a victory and could easily have changed the course of the war. This was not to be, however, as Lee's army would win the day at Fredericksburg. This victory greatly augmenting Lee's reputation as a military leader. A brief aside to this conflict at Fredericksburg, it was this battle which led Walt Whitman, the poet, to enter the war, not as a soldier, but as a volunteer and a nurse. Whitman's brother George was a soldier at Fredericksburg, and as the story goes, Walt left New York to come find him. While George Whitman continued to fight through most of the rest of the war, Walt Whitman would become one of the great chroniclers of the event in both journals and poetry. After the war, Whitman would take his experiences and lecture from them, his talks almost always culminating with his oration of, O oh, Captain, my Captain. 